Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Episodes of Musicals taught me everything I know. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We're glad to have you aboard. If you're a long time listener, welcome back. It's me, KB, and at the table I am joined by Miranda Selwood and Julie Eisentrager. And third time returning guest, Ooh, Grace Clark. Hey, Grace. Hey, Grace. Welcome, welcome. Thanks. Um, you kind of stepped in last minute for this one, so we appreciate you. Oh, no problem. <laughs> We are talking about Beetlejuice today. Now, before we jump into Beetlejuice, um, we've already done the getting to know you quiz with you twice already. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about that. So, the next phase, you don't don't have to answer any questions. This time, we will cast you in a show. I like that idea. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, now I'm going, dang it. Yeah. Ah, I forgot about this. Yeah. We need to cast uh, okay. Grace in some shows, I can do guys. This. I can do this. I can do this. I, it can be done. It can be done. Um, it can definitely be done. Anything Ann Miller's done. So I'm going with um, Kiss Me Kate <gasps> in the role of Bianca. Yeah. Have okay. I ever told you that I love you? <laughs> no, but feel free. <laughs> I'm thinking um, maybe a Peggy Sawyer. Nice. Mm. I do enjoy tap. Oh, mm. a Millie. I'd also like to see you Millie. Mo- Millie. Like said my number Millie. one. Mm. But now that you've said Millie, I'm Sorry. going to <laughs> go with. I think I'd like to see you play Roxy in Chicago. Great. Also another mm. dream role. Yeah. Like you've, you've literally picked three of my dream roles. Amazing. <laughs> We're very good at this. You're welcome. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Um, well, that was easy. It took no time at all. Let's <laughs> jump right into Beetlejuice. Now, Grace, you've just um, come home from a stint in NYC. I have two whole years. Two whole years. Now tell me, is yes. NYC actually standing room only? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> People need to NYC. leave. <laughs> Um, now, obviously, being so close to Broadway, you have probably seen Beetlejuice, right? I have seen it four times. Well, <laughs> you are more of the expert here than any of us. So. I'm not. I'm genuinely. I. I will. I will put up a disclosure that it is not my favorite show. I did thoroughly and surprisingly enjoy it. Yeah, but it is not my. Fa- you know, I'm not. 
a having seen it four times yeah it just you're qualified to say yeah yeah (laughs) it just happened i just had nothing to do and yeah i i play i you know i thought oh i'll go see it a second time and then a friend came over to new york and said oh let's go see it together i said sure (laughs) yeah it's always the way um now beetlejuice obviously was a movie with uh, our friends Winona Ryder and Michael Keaton and Gina Davis and Alec Baldwin and Catherine O'Hara. There's a lot of good people in the movie. Um, Isn't she amazing? She's amazing. She's amazing. Um, And now they've bought this really, well, not even just a cult classic, just a classic film to life on stage Um, with Alex Brightman in the lead as Beetlejuice, Mm. who gets a lot more stage time than Michael Keaton got screen time. (laughs) That's for sure. Um, Considering uh, it's called Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice was very much not really in the movie, so I'm glad (laughs) he takes a kind of lead role in the stage show. Um, What was – before we start – for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, hasn't seen the musical, Grace, do you think you could give us like a two-minute elevator pitch of the plot? I'll do my best. Okay. Um, so the movie is was really quite different to the musical. Um, I think it's really interesting how they've updated it for the stage. So in the movie, um, it kind of the plot kind of revolves around the Maitlands, and uh, they're the they're uh, a couple, a young couple who pass away in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Beetlejuice comes and, you know, does his thing and haunts them and stuff and teaches them how to haunt. Um, but in the musical, it revolves around Lydia, who with her father moves into the Maitland's old house mm-hmm. um, and is coping with, she's a teenager and she's coping with the, with the, with the death of her mother. Yep. Um, and so it's, it's really, it's, it actually, I, think may even work better because it it the Maitlands kind of take on a parental role with Lydia and then Beetlejuice because Lydia's the only one that can see all three of them yeah nobody else in the in the world can see the ones (laughs) from the underworld coming in yeah yeah that's awesome you took less than two minutes you took 57 seconds oh very well done that is crushing the elevator pitch good job not really i mean what else they they sing some songs they They talk about death a lot um litter and beetlejuice um there's a weird relationship there (laughs) like what yeah there's some like child marriage going on yeah. in there. Ew. Which Wait, only almost. That almost, happens in the movie almost. too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think what I like about the show is that it's very like it has a lot of uh, self commentary and it's very self aware yeah. and it it tells you how silly things are yeah. um, about itself and of the world around us. Um, do you have a favorite song? Dead mom. Dead mom. Oh, actually, Aww. I may lie. I like what I know now. Yeah. That's dearly is also another one of my dream roles. I think that may be why I saw it so many times. <laughs> I just like want to play her. She's very good. Delia is um, the scout. Like, no, no, Catherine O'Hara's Catherine character. Catherine O'Hara is the uh-huh. girlfriend of Lydia's dad. dad yeah. Who was why and why she's dealing she's so much. She's also a psychologist. That she's a crystal like life coach. Oh, <laughs> I I got that wrong when yeah. I was listening to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Gave us some medical qualifications yeah. she doesn't have. <laughs> 
It's also um, a dual role with Miss Argentina. So that's the yeah. one that's singing. That's that so cool. Yeah. That transformation. She like runs off stage and paints herself green and then. It's amazing. So cool. <laughs> of course. Like, she just dips into some yeah. green paint and comes back out. Alpha Bahoomst. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody at the table have anything they'd like to say about Beetlejuice? I really wish I could see this this initial first production of Beetlejuice on Broadway. Yeah. Um, I'm really sad that I can't. I'm so um, – I really do enjoy the movie. Yeah. I didn't as a kid for obvious reasons because <laughs> it's, it's scary, scary as heck. Beetlejuice <gasps> scared me so much as a child. Yeah. That was when like, when I was at Movie World, I would avidly avoid Beetlejuice. Right. Yes. Because he was terrifying. He, and I wouldn't go on the Gremlins ride, nothing that had Beetlejuice. I'm with you. So he sat on a ride next to me no. when I was 10. No. And no. I rode whatever ride it no. was with Gremlin. Beetlejuice. No. 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 Yeah. I that memories but but that also was the turning point for me in not hating Beetlejuice uh-uh. like after that I was like oh it's like immersion therapy I was like oh <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm fine with it now let's go watch the movie again oh this is actually pretty rad but I love the um the aesthetics for this it's the oh, shade show is still oh I wrote gosh. that in my notes the shed is still like really Tim Burton like, so very it's much really Tim Burton. captured um, that feeling of the film and it includes magic and puppetry and pyrotechnics. I don't think it lost anything it is by transferring insane. it to stage. Yeah. Like, truly yeah. insane. Um, and they actually use the same the same set when it's like the Maitland's house versus yeah. when it turns into um, the, uh, Lydia and her dad's house and yeah. then when it turns into like when Beetlejuice takes over. Like it's yeah. the same set. They've just used lighting and tiny, tiny little... Uh, not even set changes, but like they'll prop change. change. Yeah, prop yeah. changes almost. Yeah. And From what I can see here, it looks like they crazy. change the couch, yeah. like um, to in each each part to be mm. specific to where they're up to in the story. Um, it's yeah, the use of lighting, I think, especially in this show, is pretty phenomenal. Insane. The costume design looks pretty. Yeah, fun. yeah. Like somebody enjoyed it's, that process. Yeah, I, and yeah. I enjoyed it. It was Are done. long. Is it? Am I crazy? I might be making that up. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I might be making that up. It might be William Ivy Long. I can look it up. I'm on the, I can I might, be on the wiki I might in a be second. making things up. But I think it, that's it. It's like every video I've watched, I've watched like everything that's on YouTube to try and get a sense of the show and everyone looks like they're having a good time. Like I think it's just been fun. My bad. <laughs> so it was it's not. It's not. Will say William that maybe. Ivy Long. William Ivy Long. It, it was. was. Can you say it again so we can say it? Aggie, Aggie Gerard Rogers. But Sorry, either Aggie. way, Gerard? Aggie's done a wonderful. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> well done. Um, I really liked. There's a, a article or review of um Beetlejuice on NYC Go, and it describes like the character of Beetlejuice as a devilish puck as in like puck from yes, a Midsummer yeah. dream and I just like that the description alone gives me everything I need to want to see <laughs> this yeah. show um it has it's been given its closing date it's not lo- it's no longer going to be playing on Broadway it's going to be kicked out um for Hugh Jackman's The Music Man and not a lot of people are happy about it it wasn't a critic favorite probably agree with it. yeah Hugh Jackman's <laughs> fine with it so mad about that the critics pretty much hated it they've, they've given a, a, it a lot of flack but 
um, people have flocked to Twitter. There was like a hashtag that was like save Beetlejuice. But I think what the most surprising thing about this um, is that teenagers, both theatre-going, theatre-loving and non-theatre-going, theatre-loving kids have flocked to TikTok to try and save it. So they're creating uh, some fun so, stories. So what is the it's tick, TikTok? This, the it's clock. not a clock. TikTok. <laughs> It was, a, it was an app reference. called Musical.ly and it's now TikTok. Yeah, which, by the way, great rebranding. Yeah. You've got me now, which previously <laughs> you didn't. Um, it's basically people um, creating uh, short videos it's that like are a, funny, like a, a Vine-esque, Vine like Vine died and then TikTok has kind of mm. revived Vine. Um, people can lip sync to stuff from movie quotes it's pretty and songs. Fun. And you know can, what? At the end of the day, you can watch like – to ad nauseum as many dog videos as you want. <laughs> um, Great. Okay. All right. Well, that might get me into it. They've been doing a lot of marketing through TikTok. They've been doing a lot of backstage vids. And Grace and I were just looking at it. It's, it's what the youths great. are into. Very it's what the youths are into. It's clever marketing. They've brilliant. embraced their fan base and they're reaching out in the medium that their fan, is, fan base is communicating to them through. Yeah. So with TikTok, you can – up upload a video and when you upload that video um, anyone else can then use that audio should they choose so then what teenagers are doing uh, is grabbing that audio and using it in their own TikToks and then it goes on and, and, it, on, and yeah. on and on so and it's people. very clever marketing <laughs> yeah it's look Miranda I don't understand it either Julie's I'm a, a big very advocate old person. I'm, just, um, I'm very old of TikTok I didn't want to be <laughs> and then I ended up being one um but the show <laughs> had really well. resonates I guess with Gen Z and millennials and that that's what everyone's quite surprised with but it has interesting because the movie is a very gen x thing it didn't resonate with alexis solovsky it didn't it's time for bad reviews with julie Julie. different theme song every week by the way um so this one was actually sent to me uh by friend of the show um kristen barros i found it today it was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) that's my friend of her own show (laughs) kristen barros right it's me kb yeah yeah but i'm i'm having my full name so (laughs) so it's a different person yeah uh beetlejuice review fun freaky tim burton adaptation haunts broadway it is a three-star review that's it's still not bad. Yeah. But she yes. says some what mean things. Is it yes. three out of five or ten? Uh, three out of five. Okay. That's a- uh, so I'm just going to give you a little snippet, like a little teaser. As a movie to adapt into a big bucks Broadway musical, Tim Burton's Beetlejuice, which made a bundle for Warner Brothers in 1988, is a weird choice. Not because it isn't clever or beloved or stylistically distinctive, but because it depends a lot more than, say, pretty women on special effects. Even the comparatively low-tech world of the 80s, the movie had plenty of jaw plungers and retina dazzlers. Um, she goes on to say, it also depends on a writer's uncategorizable, absolutely lunatic performance by Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. A blah, 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 blah. Alex Brightman. Yeah. Who stars as Beetlejuice, last bestrod the Winter Garden stage. Uh, in Andrew Lloyd Webber's and Julian Fellow's adaptation of School of Rock. He gave a high-wattage performance that never really banished the memory of Jack Black. 
this is the thing is that he unfortunately keeps stepping into roles that other people have created mm. but he think i think he does a great job continue continue where is the it's the sp- bit the the bit that i sent you though is me hang on let me get the oh the bit that you sent me is you no mean. i didn't say it as mean, mean. Oh. i didn't say it i would never say that about any person hang on let me get to the bit that uh, miss barros sent me um da, 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 da. scrolling 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 great content everyone loves this bit yeah cool <laughs> really good yeah thanks for covering me guys you can do it um <laughs> it is gonna it's it's for i think what's exciting about it is that eddie perfect it's eddie perfect's first Us. array into broadway eddie perfect songs are forgettable yeah that oh. one was just like ow i took that one very personally yeah <laughs> also so because sad. I've had that beautiful sound in my like we taught it at a workshop a couple of weeks ago so I listened to seven that beautiful sound for seven days straight and I cannot get it out of my head I'm like it's obviously not forgettable yeah. <laughs> Beetlejuice is probably everything that's wrong with Broadway the privileging oh. of style over substance the nonsensical structure and the songs that just seem to fall right out of your ears but why not sit forward tense up and just enjoy the undead fireworks and a sandworm Look, wow! This woman has obviously never seen Bad Out of Hell, and I can't wait till she does and write that review because if she hates Beetlejuice, that actually has a storyline. She's gonna hate Bad Out of Hell. Um, it is interesting because a lot of reviewers and a lot of critics didn't enjoy it. It was um, received much worse when it was out of town. Yeah, um, I had some like actual close friends see it, like not even just you know critics and whatnot like yeah. actual friends and they were said it was awful Aww. and that was why when I first went in to see it when it came to Broadway I was like oh let's do this <laughs> a train wreck and then I was like oh this is delightful because they changed a lot I'm not yeah. I couldn't tell you exactly what they changed but I know that they revamped a lot yeah like the music and and the book I think the music and the, the actual story I don't think the design changed all that much from what I've seen pictures seem quite similar yeah um but i do know that they revamp like the story and yeah. it's a it's Eddie a big writing team. is an is an interesting like choice I mean, is this yeah. his project or did someone put him on it i i don't know we because don't really what there's know. four four of them that came together to write this because the only other um musical I mean, he's he's a comedian an australian yeah comic Mm-hmm. Um, musician, yeah. So he has worked on um, political satire musicals in and in Australia. Shane Warne the musical. Shane Warne the musical <laughs> and Keating the musical yeah. and a lot of his own sort of you yeah. know solo comedy stuff. But the only other show musical that he's worked on is King Kong, yeah, which is hey. known for being. I think too, it was also a mix. It was a mix. That of was a songs lot of different. Yeah. A lot of different writers who did. A, it was a very disparate score. Yeah. I couldn't tell you which one of of the songs or no. few of the songs in King Kong were his, but no. um, yet yeah, to have gone from that into okay, take on this show. I guess because Beetlejuice <laughs> it just seems like such a leap. Some way is parodying itself they probably looked at the stuff he's done beforehand and and been like that's the sound we want that's the kind of comedy we want let's bring him in but I don't know how I personally don't know how King Kong went on Broadway either I don't think it did well (laughs) so quietly it just came and went quietly yeah Yeah. which is good 
for it. <laughs> well, the, we'll talk about King Kong um, another day. But, <laughs> but yeah, it is sad as like as an Australian, you want Australians overseas to mm. succeed. And for the whole time, I thought he had written the whole thing. Like it was I s- still did. Yeah, until you guys just said that, it was I didn't like, know that he constantly didn't. dubbed as Eddie Perfect's Beetlejuice. Yes, and yes. So I was just assuming that he did it all. But then when researching, there's like. I think it's like four other people. He's on music. Someone's on lyrics. Someone's on book. Like, so I he think didn't he even write the lyric. I don't know if he even wrote the lyric, and I could be wrong. Maybe someone Google that before I set that in stone. <laughs> too um, late. But maybe there's too many voices to it. Again, like King Kong, it's it's not meshing together as well as it. I don't know. I didn't, I I liked the score. Mm. I liked the music, um, I but I I like that sort of self not yeah, taking itself too seriously kind of I feel in that. a show. So, I what I didn't like about the score, and it's not the score. It's actually not the score. What I didn't like about um, the cast recording, I guess, mm. is um, voices like Lydia's. The first I said it, I actually said it to KB as soon as I listened to it. I was like, mm, is this Beetlejuice the musical or Vocal Fry the musical? <laughs> because, I mean, you expect it from Beetlejuice. Mm. Um, and he had a lot of training that went behind that sound. However... And I'm, I'm so surprised to hear... That I, I said, there's no way he's making that sound eight shows a, a week. Shows yeah. a week. Like, but you, you said he does. He does. He's... Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but, you know, because I've seen it four times, um, it's definitely evolved and he's done it less. The, you know, he's found way to, ways to incorporate other, like, silly voice, you know, like little asides or whatnot. Like kind of lay like, off it a bit. Yeah, and he'll kind of pop yeah. out of it and then back in it. But, um, so um, he's definitely knowing how to manage it consistently. Um, but apparently what he's said is that, again, don't quote me on this. Um, we are writing but down it, everything, putting your name next to it um, right here. So what he said in an interview was that he has um, something different with his vocal cords that allow him to vocal fold. Sorry, that allow him to make that double um, double sound. You know how it almost he might use his false cords and his vocal cords Thank at you. the same time. Thank you. Which is Thank you. Yeah, a feat. He's obviously <laughs> looked into doing it, and it's but so this is not okay. But this is not the offense I take. Okay, it's sorry, Lydia's sorry voice. It's Lydia's voice. Lydia, like, so the issue we're going to have with that it's not is a character choice. Which I think she's like trying to be teenage. She does, she's known for doing pop musicals, right? So she was in the David Bowie um, Lazarus musical. So first. she, she's also like seventeen. Apart from I'm the sorry, fact that she's got a bunch of vocal fry, which is potentially super dangerous not necessarily for her but for children trying to imitate that sound mm-hmm. uh-huh. um but also she just slides unnecessarily all over the joint i'm like like one clean entrance would be fine if you wanted to try yeah, that Yeah, but that's not always <laughs> just on her either the music director hasn't at any point been like don't do that exactly so i'm blaming so multiple people maybe. for these poor choices i was also wrong it was only three people eddie perfect wrote music and lyrics scott brown and anthony king wrote the book but you know what we've talked about it long enough let's start talking about some lessons that we have learnt. <laughs> let's 
lessons we've taken away from Beetlejuice. Hey. Don't say Beetlejuice three times in a row. Yay. Don't do it. Just don't do it. I Just think we might have already by now. Not one Not in person. a row. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, great. Damn it. Bye, everyone. This is our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, escalated. Is anyone else a little bit de- like disappointed that he hasn't? No, I'm still terrified. Oh, My heart is racing real fast. <laughs> um, I learnt today that Beetlejuice and Beetlejuice are two separate spellings. Yes. <laughs> One is of um, the star in Orion. Is it the Orion? Yep. One of the stars in Orion's, like, makeup. Um, B-E-T-E-L-G-E-U-S-E. Beetlejuice. 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 Um, but it's pronounced Beetlejuice. <laughs> That's what I said. Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. Um, I so didn't I know that till just now. Yeah. <laughs> I just knew that in the movie it's not J-U-I-C-E. No. In the actual They changed movie. it to Beetlejuice, the pronunciation, because they they felt it would be too confusing for people. But um. <laughs> Is it less confusing to have it? Two it's different spelled ways. differently than it appears within the show. Yeah, it's strange. Uh, that's weird. <laughs> um, but like, like you said, the movie does the same thing. The movie title is Beetle, as in the bug, Juice, as in orange, and yes. then in and the then a beetle, a juice made out of beetles. Um, producer Zane has sent through something, which means I've learned even more. Wow! Yes. Um, Beetlejuice is usually the 11th brightest star in the night sky. Usually. And and after Rigel, Rigel, the second brightest star in the constellation of Orion. It is a distinctly reddish, semi-regular variable star whose apparent magnitude varies between lots of things, boring things, blah, 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 blah. Nothing that actually makes any sense to the character of... Who knew? If only they had, like, tied in something in that character that, like... Well, maybe that's the star he's meant to have originated from. Maybe. Like, maybe that... Because he's not human and he's no. not undead he's no zombie he's yeah. like a being yeah maybe mm. any other lessons guys <laughs> um i learned that when you die you get a um handbook yeah <laughs> for the recently departed deceased deceased, deceased. Yeah. yeah which i think it would actually be a great idea yeah. i think it would be a great idea to get one of those for life yeah because that's when i actually need it. they um they do make them they're called self-help books <laughs> um look on a little slightly deeper level i think we all learned that maybe talking through grief is probably a good idea like a parent probably shouldn't just ignore the fact that their child has gone super dark (laughs) you know like maybe sit down and be like hey girl What's because up? Are you all right? What's going on? Why are you summoning the dead? Why? <laughs> Why are you making these choices? But yeah. again, when you think about this show, it's based on, in the 80s and that was like very popular. It was very popular to be goth and it was also very popular to try and have a seance slash Ouija board stuff that yeah. I just would not touch. Less deep, I've learned don't vocal fry or you'll piss Julie off. Yeah. <laughs> 
I already don't knew that. No vocal fry <laughs> allowed ever. You can just don't have it in the in every single every single song and every single sound you make. Yeah. She doesn't have it in every single song. She she does I it quite like it. Literally, I'll be even in the it, like quiet or like at the beginning of Home, where she's like yeah. quite lovely. There's no vocal fry. I genuinely fry don't mind it. I mean, I. I, I um, if I could like pick out that song and just circle the vocal fry for you, no matter how subtle, <laughs> I'd be like, here, KB, here's a vocal fry. Yeah. This is the thing that I'm starting to learn just in general with musical theatre people. If you're a singer first, um, that like, mu- like musically and vocally, they're the things that will tear a show apart or make you love it. <laughs> Whereas me, I'm a lyric person first. So all of those songs with um, like – They've got some real dark elements to them and she's talking about a lot of, like, scary stuff. And for me, that, like, gross sound to her voice goes with what she's saying because Mm. she can't vocalise it to anyone else. And I'm, yeah, I think it's because it's it's part of the storytelling for me uh, as someone who comes at things from, like, script, lyric, actor first. But um, I've had many a conversation with people. Like, if you want to damage your voice, that's up to you. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I can't, ju- like, I'm not gonna, I can't. Yeah, that's your choice. <laughs> like, do it safely or don't do it at all. But, but I think sometimes. Please don't influence youth and. No. Have them do the same thing. Because <laughs> that's not cool. And it's other- only cool to pee your pants. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does no one else get that reference? Are you? Zane gets that reference. Um, yeah. What is it? Billy Madison? Yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Before we start quoting any more Adam Sandler, um, anybody, anybody got any more lessons from Beetlejuice? Um, to quote the show, oh, well, let's see fun. if I remember it now. Yeah. Um, I think it's Delia and she says like, Every success begins with sucks, but then it ends with yes. Sucks, yes. <laughs> so, you know. I mean, that's fair because every yeah. success does kind of suck in the sucks, beginning. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's sweet. Maybe take yeah. that one. Yeah. And take I think that it's one a nice, positive way to end this particular part of the show. Let's cast the thing. Alrighty, guys, dream cast for Beetlejuice. Oh, dream cast, dream oh, cast. This is hard. Where it's are we putting Zach? That's the thing. Um, Can he play Beetlejuice? Mm, is that I, in his I repertoire? Like He'd be a real it. sexy Beetlejuice. I, it would be <laughs> the first a bad Beetlejuice thing? you wanted to like get downtown with. Like. <laughs> All Producer right. Zane Can is disagreeing with everything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Producer I'm Zane doesn't get this. to have a say because he's not on mic soon. Um, <laughs> I have. He also has the power to mute us. Um, I've tried to cast it um, if it was to come to Australia and we would get an Australian cast. Oh, yes, I'm liking um, this. So I think mm-hmm. Mitchell Butel would be a great yes. Beetlejuice. Yes, yes, yes. He has the, the comedy chops. I think he would be freaking hilarious it might also be interesting to see eddie perfect do it yeah i think it would be so cool to see eddie perfect do it or even like like he could pick any male role in this show Mm. and be whatever he wants and i'd be like yes eddie if he emailed me like some other people do (laughs) be like yes eddie my name is eddie (laughs) i will be playing the role of (laughs) um or tim minchin yep would be good one very good um i would have courtney monsma as lydia um, she is a Gold Coast gal, but she's currently in six. 
the musical in Sydney uh-huh. and Melbourne. Uh-huh. Um, she was in Mamma Mia. She's done a lot of stuff. She's real cool. Um, as Barbara. Barbara. I'd have Esther Hannaford. And as Adam, I'd have Hugh Sheridan. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's so cute. I yeah, forget right. you guys have a crush on Hugh Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pretty. Um, I'm totally not his type, but that's fine. Um, as Delia. I mean, he hasn't said that to you, but that's okay. <laughs> um, for Delia slash Miss Argentina, I'd have Helen Delimore. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a great cast. Thank you. I don't know why I sound so surprised. <laughs> you. You've put thought into it and that's I really did. all this thing takes, but... <laughs> That's a great car. Thank you. You're still going. I've, I've interrupted. I've got one more. Okay, sorry. Charles as Lydia's dad, I would have Bobby Fox. So you'd have Helen and Bobby as the couple and then just because I personally just love watching him she's on good. stage. What can, what can we say? She's yeah, she's good. really good. She's um, good. Some, if I ever need a show cast, I'm just going to get KB to do it. You should become a casting director. <gasps> oh, yes. Let's take that conversation off air anybody else have any casting um idea it's really it's it's a very difficult one for me to cast because i don't know there's so many people that could be a a good fit but i haven't seen them do it especially for beetlejuice yeah like i i want to see them do that i don't know who like who like Oh, um, 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 um he plays um will in um in something rotten. Will and Grace? Will and so uh, <laughs> Christian Ball. Yeah, I think he could probably oh, do it. Yeah, um, he'd be fun. And I think he would do it differently and in a very good way. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we all kind of want to see Michael Keaton do it just for fun, but I think he might be too old. I think Christian Ball would be a slightly darker Beetlejuice than Alex. Like Alex Brightman brings a lot of like the irreverent dark yeah. comedy to it, but he yeah. never really reaches that like evilness that yeah that, that Michael Christ- Keaton has. I think so, um, I don't mind that, but you know it would be cool to see that little bit darker. Yeah. I think um, Alan Cumming as well. Oh, oh my god, Alan Cumming would be great. Oh my god, yeah. I think he's got all the elements that go into Beetlejuice, and I think it would be a very <laughs> like he could be creepy. You yeah. know, he could be creepy. I think this whole show is just like it's hard to. It's hard to star cast, I guess. Yeah. Um, just because they're all very, very charactery roles, and and I and know. even when you've seen people play a similar character, it's yeah, just... it's hard to visualize them in that. And it depends on how you, what direction you want to take Beetlejuice. You could put someone like Andy Samberg in there. You could put someone as like Jason Manzukis in there, and like <gasps> you would have such a different. <laughs> but they would all be completely different Different. in that role they would take that role in such completely different directions i don't know the guy who plays holt in brooklyn 99 would take it in a completely (laughs) different direction you know like who knows you just if you want someone who's good with comic timing and you want someone who can pull off the funny and the dark then you're gonna get a mixed bag of actors regardless yeah yeah True. I'm liking our mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> so what is like who is Zach Efron playing in this show? Have we said well, he'd on have Beetlejuice? To, no, he'd have no. to play um oh, he'd have to play Maitland. Um yeah, the, Adam. Thank yes. you. Adam. He'd have to play Adam. I'd cast him as that. Oh look, I'd cast him in anything you wanted. I mean, to are do. the dead footballers in this? Yes. He's a dead footballer. <laughs> you imagine like seeing Beetlejuice and Zach Efron just like runs across the back of the stage in one scene. You're like, is that? <laughs> that would be my dream. Like I would, if that happened in a show, I would be like, 
we've done it, guys. <laughs> and you we get paid have 50,000 a show. <laughs> yeah. We've manifested it so many times <laughs> and it actually happened. Oh, dear. Uh, any other casting suggestions? No. From me? No. 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 Let's get to top five then. favorite piece of music thanks benedict what a legend it gets the jig on it it does (laughs) um julie's dancing that's what that sound is (laughs) guys top fives for beetlejuice um top five broadway shows written by an australian comedian yep great with matilda Matilda. groundhog day and whatever tim (laughs) mentions working on now um (laughs) I would say it's top five 80s movies turned musical. Oh, I got specific. What else on that list? Heather's. Pretty Woman. Uh, Pretty Woman. <laughs> um, those flash dance. of Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but this is better than yeah. Pretty Woman. Yeah. yeah it's also better than Flash Dance and Footloose. And better than Bodyguard. Oh, I forgot um, the Bodyguard was up there. Evil that's Dead. a 90s no, that's not film. 80s. Can we just be clear? Heather's. Yes. Did we say Heather? Did we said Heather? No. Um, interesting. Thank you. Interesting. <laughs> Heather's is number one. <laughs> I just yeah, said it's on I'd the list. It, it's on the list. It's on the list. Um, top five uses of special effects. Yes. There's a giant yeah. puppet that yes. he rides in the show. I mean, people potentially ride inside Audrey too, but they don't necessarily ride on top of. <laughs> hey. There is King Kong. There King is Kong's King Kong. puppet was massive. My cousin was um one of the puppeteers for King Kong in Australia, oh. and he was on um the hand. And the hand alone weighed like a hundred kilos. It was giant. So yeah. Anyway, if we're gonna massive. do it, we're not gonna make it easy. <laughs> we're not gonna make it easy. We're not gonna make it easy. Um, uh, top five shows that scare my dog. Yes. yes, he has not been okay since that album's been playing. Just the the opening phrase yeah. of the first number and my dog was just like what the hell is that ah! <laughs> and yeah I don't know there's something maybe, in the music <laughs> maybe Beetlejuice does exist stop it Julie and I have to walk to my car by myself knows it <sighs> yeah and she's like she, special doggy sense I'm never sleeping again <laughs> um, top, is it top five undead musicals is that a thing ooh uh, yeah uh, yeah there's what a lot of shows with ghosts in them, but like ghosts. But this is. <laughs> <laughs> the look on its face. Um, Adam's family. Undead, which is a is a little bit different to ghost. That's would you true. say? I don't know. Am I making it unnecessary? I mean, it's, we can put it out. We're putting it out there, <sighs> and either the listeners will accept it or they won't. It's really up to them. It's up to them. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> Any other top fives, guys? Top five sh- uh, shows to be kicked out of their Broadway theaters when they're doing, when they're breaking box office records. Yeah, that's insane. I'm still yeah. mad about it. Like. That's insane. <laughs> top well, five shows for an Australian to kick out another Australian <laughs> in the theater. Yeah, don't move, Jackman. <laughs> it's not- 
you anyway. It's not his fault. Well, I keep. I'm, I'm still blaming. Maybe it is. <laughs> I can't blame you, Hugh. Unless you call us and you're like, by the way, I, I did. I made the decision. <laughs> uh, that was just me. call us and say anything. That'd be great. <laughs> just call. Um, top five. Oh my goodness, I had it. Now it's gone. I'm sorry. Oh, it's is gone. that one of the top five? Interrupted you with? Yeah, top fives. <laughs> I had it. Now it's gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's how Broadway feels. That's how I had Broadway. it. But now it's gone. <laughs> that's how sad Broadway must be all of the time. Oh. Um, any other top fives? While my brain stops working. No. Top five shows. I cannot wait to see the amateur productions of. <gasps> Me. Yes. I cannot wait. Me too. Just Abyssal. you know, you know when when it's Shrek great word first for it, came yeah. out, yeah. when Shrek was first released yes. for amateur rights, and it's just this amazing array of costuming photos oh, that that happen. Yeah, and also we you know, get to live through that, that again. <laughs> I'm excited for more teenagers to try and scream. All of Lydia's all songs. All of Lydia's songs. Yeah, it'll be oh great. Oh my goodness, Julia's I not. It. That was gone again. <laughs> oh, oh no. top five, top five lead character transformations from movie to musical. So like, you know, Elle Woods is pretty similar to what she is in the movie, but like Beetlejuice is quite different yeah. and quite fun. I'm sure there's others in there. And Heather's has had a massive reboot. Mean Girls, even the characters are slightly different. Like. You know, there's more. Anyway, I'm a rambling. Anybody else? <laughs> I'm a rambling. I'm Miranda. I'm Miranda. <laughs> Mario. Oh, guys, Please it's getting later and later and later. Um, can you tell? Um, Grace, are you in anything that you want to plug at the moment? I'm not. I'm unemployed. <laughs> would you if you would like to employ. <laughs> If you would like to hire me, please give me a call. Oh, I would like some money, please. You've oh, only really just come money. home, Grace. It's okay. Isn't it sad? It will happen very soon, I promise. Um, this podcast will get released and you're going to have phone calls coming out your ears. Yes, please. It'll be great. Um, if you would like to find us on the interwebs, you can this find us... Speaking now specifically to Hugh Jackman. (laughs) You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. All the handle musicals taught me everything. No, all musicals teach me and all of the things. Um, You can find us on our website. That's not canon.com forward slash mt forward slash mtmeik. You can send us an email at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to join the ranks of the greatest people who have ever lived lived great humans you can um, head to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything i know and starting from just one american dollar a month you can support us whether that's putting on a live show getting new equipment you know all the things that go along with podcasting life we will be eternally grateful and to make um you worth it to make it worth it for you, you get exclusive content that nobody else gets. Um, and please let us like break the algorithm of the podcatching world and rate, review, and subscribe to us to let us know how much you love us and we would appreciate you. Anyway, that's it from us. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainzi Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.